Yeah, talking freedom and liberation. Worldwide, not just only for the nation. A radical guide, it's time to make changes. Bringing interviews and radical education. Yeah, yeah, a better future, what we really need. Welcome to episode 10 of A Radical Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Bayless. In this episode, we dive into the profound history, challenges, and triumphs of indigenous resistance movements across the globe. We'll start by bringing you up to date with recent radical news about the controversial law passed by the National Congress of Brazil, which presents a significant threat to indigenous land rights. From there, we'll navigate the riveting world of indigenous resistance. We'll begin by exploring the origins of these movements, tracing back to the inception of colonialism and its impact on indigenous communities. We'll shed light on significant resistance movements, like those at Standing Rock and Mauna Kea, and explore how environmental protection is deeply entwined with indigenous resistance using the struggle of the Kayapo people in Brazil as a case study. Moving further, we'll take you on a journey through indigenous resistance movements worldwide, including the indigenous land rights movement in Australia, the Wet'suwet'en protests in Canada, Sami land rights in Scandinavia, and Maori land rights in New Zealand, among others. We'll also examine the connections between indigenous resistance movements and anarchist principles. To wrap up the episode, we'll introduce you to the inspiring Tala Hogan Info Shop, an indigenous established collective in Flagstaff, Arizona. Through this journey, we aim to illuminate the power, resilience, and indomitable spirit of indigenous resistance and to invite listeners to get more informed, involved, and supportive of these communities in their ongoing fight for justice, sovereignty, and the preservation of their cultural heritage. Let's get started. Let's go. In this week's Anarchists and Radical News segment, we take you to Brazil, where indigenous rights are under significant threat due to the passage of a new law known as PL 490 or PL 2903, also known as the Marco Temporal. Passed on May 30th by the National Congress of Brazil, the Marco Temporal strips indigenous people of their rights to their ancestral lands if they cannot prove they inhabited these lands before October 5, 1988, when Brazil's current constitution was chartered. This law is projected to make tribal communities vulnerable to exploitation by land sharks who could divert forest land for natural resource exploration and mining, threatening indigenous lives and livelihoods. The new legislation has sparked protests by various indigenous groups across 10 federal states of Brazil. Major resistance is witnessed in Pirituba, along the Xingu River, and on the Par Highway. There are 764 indigenous territories in Brazil, with over 300 yet to be officially designated. The new bill has been slammed as a genocide against indigenous peoples and an attack on the environment by Sonia Guajarara, the Minister of the Ministry of Indigenous Peoples. These laws are particularly devastating as they ignore the historical context in which indigenous people were forcibly displaced from their lands by large landowners and corporations, making it almost impossible for them to prove their occupation of the land. This law essentially erases the history of the indigenous people before 1988 and the violence they faced. The Supreme Court of Brazil was assigned to rule on the law's constitutionality on June 7th, but the judge has asked for more time to consider this crucial issue. In the meantime, protests continue to surge across the country, with roads and highways blocked in several regions, including Sao Paulo, Ceara, Bahia, Maranhão, Rondônia, Para, Amazonas, and Acre. 
Regrettably, these protesters face harsh repression from the military police, who have used water cannons, tear gas, and pepper spray to suppress the demonstrations. On June 4th, a large protest erupted in Pirituba, north zone of Sao Paulo, and the military police have been criticized for their heavy-handed tactics. This controversial law awaits the approval of the Senate and the endorsement of President Lula, who, despite his promises of defending indigenous welfare and rights, has come under fire from indigenous activists for his perceived inaction. This is a critical time for the indigenous peoples of Brazil, and the world is watching. We will continue to keep you updated on this evolving situation. Stay tuned to a radical podcast for more updates on anarchists and radical happenings worldwide. In this episode's Resistance Around the World segment, we dive into a vital and resilient phenomenon that spans continents, cultures, and centuries indigenous resistance. Indigenous resistance refers to the myriad ways indigenous peoples have opposed, challenged, and resisted the injustices and impositions of colonial and neo-colonial powers. This resistance can take many forms, including but not limited to legal battles, direct actions, advocacy for sovereignty, cultural revitalization, land and water protection, and the preservation of traditional knowledge. Rooted in centuries of resilience and struggle, indigenous resistance movements seek to protect indigenous lands, rights, cultures, and ways of life against ongoing colonization, exploitation, and erasure. Historically, indigenous resistance has responded to the devastating impacts of colonization, which disrupted indigenous ways of life, usurped land and resources, and imposed alien governance systems, economics, and belief. From armed resistance and diplomatic negotiation to nonviolent protest and legal action, indigenous peoples have utilized various strategies to challenge, resist, and survive these impositions. Over time, these struggles have adapted and evolved, responding to changing forms of colonialism and oppression, including state violence, forced assimilation, cultural erasure, and environmental degradation. Despite this immense adversity, indigenous communities worldwide have defended their rights, asserted their identities, and upheld their distinct ways of being within and against the dominant society. This segment will look at the diverse forms and instances of indigenous resistance worldwide, highlighting notable movements such as the protests at Standing Rock and Mauna Kea. We'll explore how environmental stewardship is crucial to many indigenous resistance efforts, such as the Kayapo people's fight to protect the Amazon rainforest. We will also examine the intersections between indigenous resistance and anarchist principles, highlighting how indigenous movements can inform and influence anarchist thinking. As we navigate this complex and powerful topic, we invite you to reflect on the interconnected struggles for indigenous rights, autonomy, and ecological balance. As we dive deeper into the narrative of indigenous resistance, it's crucial to understand that this resistance is far from a recent phenomenon. It's deeply rooted in the history of indigenous peoples worldwide and dates back to the first contact with colonizers. From the arrival of Christopher Columbus in the Americas to the British colonization of Australia, indigenous peoples have steadfastly resisted the assault on their lands, cultures, and ways of life. Colonization was not merely the displacement of one group by another. It was a process that sought to disrupt, dismantle, and ultimately replace indigenous political systems, economies, societies, and cultures. 
Indigenous communities bore the brunt of this violent upheaval, which included forced removal from ancestral lands, imposition of foreign political structures, the introduction of disease, and assault on indigenous cultures, languages, and spiritual practices. But even amid such seismic changes, indigenous peoples did not passively accept their fate. Indigenous communities fiercely resisted colonial invasion from the Mapuche resistance against Spanish colonizers in Chile, the Pueblo Revolt in the American Southwest, and the Zulu resistance against British forces in South Africa. These were not isolated instances of rebellion, but part of a larger fabric of ongoing indigenous resistance. Each act of resistance, large or small, was a testament to indigenous resilience and a refusal to be erased or assimilated. Despite facing overwhelming odds, these movements often resisted colonial rule, preserving cultural traditions, maintaining political autonomy, and retaining a connection to their lands. This resistance has continued into the modern era, morphing and evolving to meet new challenges. Today, indigenous resistance movements grapple with issues such as forced assimilation, cultural appropriation, environmental destruction, and violation of treaty rights. As we will see in the following sections, indigenous communities continue to deploy diverse strategies to confront these challenges, standing firm in their assertion of rights and identity. To further illustrate the contemporary realities of indigenous resistance, let's look at two notable movements that have captured global attention, the Standing Rock protests in the United States and the Mauna Kea movement in Hawaii, the Standing Rock protests. In the heart of North Dakota, the Dakota Access Pipeline became the focal point of one of the most significant indigenous resistance movements in recent U.S. history. Starting in 2016, the Standing Rock Sioux Tribe and thousands of water protectors from other indigenous nations and allies staged a prolonged protest against the pipeline's construction. Their main concern was that the pipeline would cross beneath the Missouri River, the primary water source for the Standing Rocks, posing significant environmental risks. Moreover, the construction threatened to desecrate ancestral lands and burial grounds, violating the tribe's treaty rights. The Standing Rock protests underscored the interconnected nature of indigenous resistance movements, which often intertwined the defense of land rights, environmental protection, cultural preservation, and sovereignty. Meanwhile, another indigenous resistance movement in Hawaii has been ongoing across the Pacific. Mauna Kea, a sacred mountain to the native Hawaiian people became a site of contention when plans were announced to build the 30-meter telescope, TMT, at its peak. Opponents argue that the construction would desecrate the sacred site, which holds deep cultural and spiritual significance. Despite legal challenges and public protests, plans for the telescope have continued to move forward, prompting a resurgence of native Hawaiian activism centered around the slogan, Protect Mauna Kea. Like Standing Rock, the Mauna Kea movement has galvanized a broad base of support, drawing attention to the issues of indigenous cultural rights, land sovereignty, and environmental stewardship. In the context of global indigenous resistance, movements like Standing Rock and Mauna Kea exemplify indigenous communities' resilience, determination, and unity in the face of ongoing threats to their sovereignty, culture, and environment. They serve as stark reminders that the struggle for indigenous rights is far from over, while also symbolizing the continued vitality and power of indigenous resistance. Inherent to many indigenous resistance movements is the deep-seated commitment to environmental justice. 
Indigenous cultures across the globe are entwined with their ancestral lands, viewing themselves not as mere inhabitants but as stewards and caretakers. When these territories are threatened by destructive practices such as industrialization, deforestation, and mining, indigenous communities stand at the forefront as the planet's most fervent defenders. Their role in environmental protection is pivotal. Indigenous territories are home to an estimated 80% of the world's biodiversity, making their protection efforts critical for global conservation. But it's not just about safeguarding the environment. Their fight extends to preserving their cultures, livelihoods, and sovereignty, each deeply interconnected and inextricably linked to the land. A striking embodiment of this intersection between indigenous resistance and environmental protection is the ongoing struggle of the Kayapo people in Brazil. As custodians of a significant portion of the Amazon rainforest, a crucial global resource in the fight against climate change, the Kayapo have been unwavering in combating illegal logging, mining, and ranching that menace their ancestral lands. Their fight underlines the global struggle for environmental justice and shows the catastrophic impacts of unchecked resource extraction. Leveraging a blend of traditional wisdom and modern technology, the Kayapo people stand up for indigenous rights and champion our planet's protection. However, this battle has been fraught with challenges. The hostile political landscape typified by the previous presidency of Jair Bolsonaro and the current inaction of President Luis Inácio Lula da Silva has actively undermined indigenous rights, loosened environmental regulations, and spurred the encroachment of industries into indigenous territories. Yet against these odds, the Kayapo remains steadfast, using a range of strategies from direct action to international advocacy and partnerships with non-governmental organizations for satellite monitoring of their lands. The struggle of indigenous communities such as the Kayapo is a potent reminder of how the fight for indigenous rights is intertwined with the global fight for a sustainable future. In the next segment, we will delve deeper into more international examples of indigenous resistance illuminating the breadth and diversity of these movements worldwide. As we expand our horizons, let's delve into a myriad of global examples of indigenous resistance, highlighting the diverse landscapes of these movements. The indigenous land rights movement has been a powerful force in Australia for decades. The landmark Mabo case in 1992 marked a crucial turning point. The Australian High Court recognized Miriam Mann Eddie Mabo's claim to traditional land rights in the Torres Strait, thereby overturning the doctrine of terra nullius, or land belonging to no one, that had underpinned European claims to Australia. This pivotal ruling opened the doors to the native title system and served as a beacon for indigenous land rights movements worldwide. Heading to Canada, we witnessed the strength and resolve of the Wet'suwet'en Nation, who have resisted the coastal gas link pipeline project. The Wet'suwet'en have opposed the intrusion into their unceded territories, staging direct actions and legal challenges despite facing heavy-handed law enforcement and legal pressure. Further south, we've already discussed the Kayapo people's extraordinary work to protect the Amazon rainforest in Brazil. They embody a broader, relentless fight that indigenous groups across Latin America are waging against logging, mining, and ranching that threaten their territories. Crossing the Atlantic to Samaland in Scandinavia, the Sami people have been battling for their land rights against increasing industrial encroachment. Their struggle for recognition and the right to maintain their traditional ways of life, including reindeer herding, is emblematic of the wider indigenous resistance against the erosion of their cultures and livelihoods. 
moving to New Zealand, the Maori have a rich history of resistance. A notable example is the occupation of Bastion Point in the late 70s, a peaceful protest against the government's proposed land confiscation. The 506-day occupation ended in a forcible eviction, but eventually led to land being returned and a formal apology from the government. Finally, in the eastern Ghats of India, the Dungria Khan tribe staged a David versus Goliath battle against the British mining giant Vedanta Resources. Their resistance prevented the company's plan to mine bauxite from Niamgiri Hills, safeguarding their sacred lands and setting a precedent for indigenous resistance against multinational corporations in India. These stories of indigenous resistance are a testament to the indomitable spirit of these communities. Though specific to its locale and culture, each battle underlines a shared narrative, a fight for sovereignty, cultural preservation, and environmental justice. Moving into a different dimension of our discussion, we'll examine the relationship between indigenous resistance movements and anarchist principles. On the surface, these two may seem worlds apart, but as we dive deeper, we find intriguing connections and shared ideologies. At its core, anarchism advocates for societies structured around voluntary, cooperative institutions and rejects hierarchies perceived as coercive. This mirrors many indigenous societies where decision-making often revolves around consensus and power is distributed rather than concentrated. Land stewardship, as we've seen, is communal and the community's well-being is prioritized over individual profit. The reciprocal relationship with nature in many indigenous cultures contrasts starkly with capitalist extraction and exploitation. The very act of indigenous resistance itself can be seen as an anarchist endeavor. It's a challenge against imposed state structures, against colonization, against a system that dispossesses people of their land and disrupts their way of life. Many indigenous resistance movements' decentralized grassroots organization aligns well with anarchist organizational methods. But beyond the parallels and lessons anarchists can draw from indigenous resistance movements, a profound obligation comes into play. As anarchists, we must learn from indigenous communities and actively work in solidarity with them in their fight for sovereignty, land, and cultural rights. This isn't just about theoretical alignment or finding practical examples of anarchist principles. It's about tangible, dedicated support for real-world struggles against systemic oppression. Examining these resistance movements can provide valuable lessons for anarchist thought. The indigenous perspective often incorporates a long-term view, considering how actions will affect several generations into the future. This contrasts the short-term, profit-driven mentality that dominates much of contemporary decision-making and can be a powerful lesson for broader societal change. Additionally, indigenous movements demonstrate that living outside the parameters set by the capitalist state system is possible and that different, more equitable ways of organizing societies can and do exist. This direct challenge to oppressive systems is a central tenet of anarchism. The strength, resilience, and values embedded in indigenous resistance movements can offer significant insights to anarchists and anyone interested in challenging and transforming oppressive societal systems. But equally important, if not more so, is our responsibility as anarchists to stand in unwavering solidarity with indigenous communities as they strive for sovereignty, cultural preservation, and environmental justice. Reflecting on our journey through the resilient spirit of indigenous resistance 
it's clear that these movements represent much more than mere pushbacks against colonization or industrial encroachment. They're a testament to the enduring strength and sovereignty of indigenous peoples worldwide, affirming their deep-seated connection with the land, their cultures, and their heritage. They are a testament to the resilience of communities that have faced and continue to face grave injustices and inequalities, yet they stand tall, pushing back, demanding justice, and showing us all the power of collective action. Throughout these stories of resistance, from Standing Rock to Mauna Kea, from the Amazon rainforest to the lands of Scandinavia, we find lessons that can enrich our perspectives, not just as activists or anarchists, but as individuals striving for a just and sustainable world. But we should feel a compelling call to action more than extracting lessons. These are not distant, detached issues. They are critical battles shaping our planet's future and societies. So what can we do to support indigenous sovereignty and resistance movements? First, educate yourself. Understanding is the first step toward meaningful action. Delve into the histories, the struggles, and the triumphs of indigenous peoples. Discover the rich tapestry of cultures that have flourished for millennia. Secondly, use your voice. Amplify the messages of indigenous resistance. Share their stories and advocate for their rights. In this age of connectivity, every tweet, every post, every conversation can make a difference. Next, support indigenous-led initiatives. Whether it's a grassroots indigenous-led environmental organization, a local indigenous craft business, or a campaign against land encroachment, find ways to contribute. Remember, true support means respecting indigenous leadership and autonomy. Lastly, hold your governments and corporations accountable. Protest, write, divest. Do what you can to pressure those in power to respect indigenous rights and sovereignty. We invite you, our listeners, to answer this call. Learn, share, support, and act. Stand in solidarity with indigenous communities worldwide for preserving their cultures and lands and for the future of our shared planet. Because their fight, in the end, is a fight for us all. Let's go! Now, we turn to spotlight spaces around the globe that are making a significant impact in their communities. This week, we're focusing on the Tala Hogan Info Shop in Flagstaff, Arizona. Established in 2007, the Tala Hogan Info Shop is a shining example of indigenous community-led grassroots resistance. This volunteer-run collective was founded by indigenous individuals who envisioned a space where community members could creatively confront and overcome social and environmental injustices. At its core, Tala Hogan Info Shop is about meaningfully redefining and restoring knowledge and information for their community. It provides a space for independent media, the arts, skill building, and alternative education, with a distinct focus on fostering self-development and empowering youth and the broader community to act for a more just and sustainable world. This vibrant space offers a range of resources, including a lending library, organizing space and support, banner making, radical books, zines and zine archive, performance space, silk screening, movie nights, DIY art nights, gardening, and engaging discussion groups. It is a community haven that encourages creativity, solidarity, and activism in response to the challenges faced by their community and the world at large. At the heart of their operations, Tala Hogan Info Shop actively resists colonialism, capitalism, authoritarianism, heteropatriarchy, and white supremacy. It's not just a space for gathering, but for resistance and growth, fostering an environment that pushes back against these oppressive systems. 
Tala Hogan Info Shop was established when community members and the Indigenous Youth Empowerment Media Collective, Out of Your Backpack Media, OYBM, teamed up to create this unique space. OYBM has since worked with over 300 youth and produced dozens of short films at free youth workshops, some of which have been screened nationally and internationally. Since its inception, the Info Shop has hosted all-ages shows, film screenings of hard-to-find political movies, the Free Free Market, DIY art skill shares, and provided meeting and event space for other organizations. The Tala Hogan Info Shop is a beacon of community organizing and resistance. It is a testament to Indigenous communities' power and tireless efforts to build a more just and sustainable world. We encourage you to visit a Radical Guide's website to learn more about this revolutionary space and discover many other such locations making a difference worldwide. While there, consider contributing to this global community of radicals by adding your own location. Visit RadicalGuide.com and click the Add Listing button in the top right-hand corner. Each edition enriches our understanding of the sites of resistance, struggle, and liberation worldwide. And remember, even if you don't have a specific location to add, you can still support a Radical Guide. By clicking the Support ARG button in the top menu, you can discover how your contribution can help us continue to share these important stories. Your support ensures we can continue doing this. Radical education, yeah, yeah. A better future, what we really need. Not rooted in capitalism or supremacy. That brings us to the end of another insightful episode of a Radical Podcast. Today, we have journeyed through the intricate landscape of indigenous resistance, a journey of resilience, courage, and uncompromising resolve against the forces that threaten indigenous communities and our planet. Through our exploration, we hope that you've come to understand that indigenous resistance is not an isolated struggle, but rather it's interconnected with our collective fight for environmental justice, cultural preservation, and a more equitable world. As we wrap up this episode, we invite you to reflect on the stories and struggles we've shared today. Consider how you can stand in solidarity with indigenous communities, whether through educating yourself and others, joining or donating to indigenous-led movements, or challenging colonial narratives in your daily life. Supporting Indigenous resistance is about seeking justice for the past and working towards a better future, one in which sovereignty is respected, cultural diversity is celebrated, and our environment is protected. To stay updated with more such movements and spaces of resistance, visit a Radical Guide at RadicalGuide.com. You can contribute to the Radical community by adding a location, just click the Add Listing button in the top right-hand corner. Each edition enriches our understanding of the sites of resistance, struggle, and liberation worldwide. Until our next deep dive together, don't forget to subscribe to a Radical podcast on YouTube or your favorite podcast platform. Our promise is to keep sparking engaging conversations and provoking thoughtful discussions. Remember, in the words of Angela Davis, radical simply means grasping things at the root. Yeah, talking freedom and liberation Worldwide, not just only for the nation A radical guide, it's time to make changes Bringing interviews and radical education Yeah, yeah, a better future, what we really need Not rooted in capitalism or supremacy Yeah, yeah, trust, you don't want to miss it We bring the truth right to you The past, present, and future, let's go A radical guide, that's what this is Highlighting the diverse world of resistance Let's go